Rise above the din, unbox the news with me, Raghav Behel. As tensions mount in, uh, you know, what uh, uh, Indians love to call Sada or Apro or Amchi, London, that's uh, three ways of saying our London in what the Brits would have once called three dialects of the natives. Now, what's happening in London uh, about the will Britain do it, will Britain do, uh, won't do it, will it get out of uh, uh, EU, will Brexit happen? Now, in, in all of this, how does India react uh, to all that's going on? Not a good start, Boris. Order. The <laughs> eyes to the right, 328. The nose to the left, 301. So the eyes have it. The eyes have it. I don't want an election, but if MPs vote tomorrow to stop negotiations and to compel another pointless delay to Brexit, potentially for years, then that would be the only way to resolve this. He wants to table a motion for a general election. Fine. Get the bill through first in order to prevent, in order, in order to take no deal off the table. Now, first things first, we are now the bigger brother of our erstwhile colonial rulers. Where Britain is losing ground, India is gaining. While the UK's population is aging, India's youth bulge will help make it the world's most populous country by, you know, 2024, 25, 26, I mean, somewhere around uh, that time. And while the UK's economy in 2017, it was uh, the world's ninth biggest, and that's measured at uh, purchasing power parity, PPP. Now, that will fall uh, to the 10th place by 2050. India's is expected to climb from third to second, and that's all according to uh, IMF. No wonder London sees India as a key part of the post-Brexit solution to its looming demographic and economic troubles. One Commonwealth report found that Brexit would provide a fresh opportunity for India-UK trade, uh, giving the UK more flexibility in negotiating a free trade agreement, a free trade agreement once its formal departure from the EU is complete. Ah, here comes in the Commonwealth. Has it now become uh, a potential opportunity from once being a pariah? Now remember, even Nehru, who was instrumental in securing independent India's membership in the association of uh, these uh, former uh, British protectorates in 1949, he, remember, vehemently opposed it at first. Under no conceivable circumstances is India going to remain in the British Commonwealth. Nehru uh, had said that in April 1947, uh, with the Raj at that time refusing to grant India even a dominion status. Of course, uh, by the time independence was won and that was fully and swiftly about two years later, Nehru had changed his mind. He believed uh, the ready-made network of uh, kindred nations would boost India's security and economic prospects. Though, of course, he, he, he remained adamant that Indians would never answer to the monarch. Now, uh, since the demise of the uh, British Empire, the Commonwealth has managed to persist despite its waning uh, usefulness. With 53 members, it remains the world's third largest international association after the United Nations and the Organization of uh, Islamic Cooperation. Yet many, and this uh, includes several Brits, 
consider this very far flung group uh, you know almost an arcane artifact a sort of obsolete uh, collection uh, from the empire days uh, devoid of any real economic or uh, strategic benefit. The Guardian called the biannual meeting of uh, member nations the you know they called it uh, the zombie summit. Uh, you know it was a, a, a gathering of whimsy uh, that uh, refuses to die. So <laughs> that is the uh, language they used. Others of course uh, refer to it simply as the British Empire 2.0. Indians who you know never really bought into the concept despite uh, Nehru's enthusiasm have been uh, especially indifferent. Remember between 2010 and 2018 no Indian Prime Minister bothered to attend a commonwealth meeting until of course uh, uh, Prime Minister Modi acquiesced to London's insistent overtures uh, which of course included a letter from uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth and a personal visit uh, from Prince Charles. You know, I think India has nothing to lose by stepping up its engagement in the commonwealth. Of course, uh, it affords Delhi uh, diplomatic contact with smaller nations it might not otherwise connect with and is one of the few places where Beijing cannot interfere. The commonwealth actually gives us a chance to talk to fellow Asian countries without China being in the room and this is uh, a fairly famous quote. At the very least it uh, provides another global forum for showcasing our strengths. Already Indians comprise more than half the commonwealth more than half uh, the total population of commonwealth is 2.4 and we are more than half. A 2018 report credited India with driving increased intra Commonwealth trade and investment which uh, is predicted would exceed 700 billion dollars by 2020. And with calls mounting for Britain to appoint an outsider to succeed uh, Prince Charles as head of the Commonwealth in 2020, India is an obvious choice to fill that role. Now to move ahead India can encourage, entice, deliberate and be patient uh, with the UK but it must not back down. There should be no trade deal uh, without visa liberalization that should be our demand. India of course should be happy to lend uh, Britain a hand just as long as they do the same for us. Thanks for listening tune in next week for another episode of Raghav's Take.